Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. This is podcast number 61. With me today are Michael Gray and special guest star Shayna Simpson. Everyone introduce yourselves. Hello, everybody. My name is Michael Gray. I write Inside the Guide, um, fabricated news, and random things for Game Cola. Hi, I'm Shayna, and I'm here with Michael. Hey, so here we are today for the podcast. Uh, apparently they're making an Earthbound remake. Is that a thing that's happening? What was the thing that Colin and uh, Mike Ridgway were going on about, that they were announcing some stuff Oh yeah, recently? there was Nintendo Direct, which... We need to research these things before the podcast, by the way. I remember when they had the PlayStation Direct and about the new PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4, and we had no idea what it was. Yeah, I just remember that people didn't come on the podcast that time because something was happening, and they kept talking about it on Twitter, going, oh, this thing was just released or okay, announced so or whatever. Nintendo Direct was held on um, April 17th, 2003. Right. I mean, 2014. Wait. <laughs> 13? 13. Well, look, Mario and Luigi were both in attendance. Oh, uh, wow. Japanese guy. I think he might be Mr. Nintendo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Inventor of the Nintendo? Yeah. So, let's see. They have videos for us to watch, but I can't watch a video because then the sound will come through on the podcast. <laughs> Looks like there's Mario and Luigi Dream Team, which is the name of the game. I think it's their new um, RPG, Mario and Luigi RPG for the 3DS. Oh, interesting. Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, so I imagine that's also for the 3DS. Tina, do you know about the 3DS? Show it to me. I went to Best Buy that one time. It plays in 3D. Whoa. Pretty awesome, huh? Like, yeah. I think 3D is just a, a gimmick, you know? Like, we can go back to 2D, more like real life. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to see this play the other day, and the gimmick was that the play was in 3D. I didn't like it. They should just stop making stuff up, this quote, third dimension, whatever that is. Joke, Shana, because I got all it. All plays are in 3D. I got it. it? No. Unlike movies. <laughs> it's funny because it was kind of obvious. Okay. Don't worry, Michael, I liked okay. your joke. There's also Lego City Undercover, The Chase Begins, which already came out, so I guess they're pumping. Maybe all these games already came out. I can't tell if they're previews or not. <laughs> I think it did because... Matt Jones uh, posted a review of it. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. Uh, Game and Wario, which pictures... The picture is Wario just sitting on his couch watching TV. Oh, that sounds like a fun game. <laughs> Dude, what if there was a game where, like, the characters in the game played you? What? I know. Like, when you watch the game, like, what you see is the character there with the controller, and every time that he does something, you have to do something in real life. <laughs> I feel like it'd be very limited to what they could have you do, though. I don't know, like, they could have you jump whenever he presses the Y button or whatever. That's true. You have to move left and right, swing your arms from side to side. He's referencing a Mario TV show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, that would work with the Kinect. Aren't there Kinect games like that? I mean, those are dance games. Oh, dude! That would be correctly. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome if you would have to play on the Kinect and it could tell if you were doing the actions that the character was commanding you to do. Like, Daddy, that was Star I mean, Wars Kinect. Yeah. Uh, and there's also Animal Crossing: New Leaf. That's the only other game I'm seeing on the official Nintendo website. 
what was the game baller beats or something where you had to play with a basketball you had to bounce the bounce basketball correctly yeah i like that paul was like yeah i would play that game if i didn't have neighbors downstairs so let's see more whoa what what is going on in this screenshot what? Shana, I think I'll have Shana explain this screenshot to uh, everyone. You can put it in show okay. notes. Yes, okay. So this is a video from Mario and Luigi Dream Team, or screenshot from it. It looks like Mario's running on a ball, like a you know, like when a giant snowball forms and it goes down bigger and bigger. <laughs> However, this is like a giant ball of Luigi's. It is. This is an accurate statement. And it looks like he's going to run over more Luigi's. Yeah. He's basically murdering his brother times 50. If not. And there's like a whole like march of Luigi's like coming towards him. Yeah. Do they want to be run like, over? Maybe it's like Katamari Damacy, but like with Luigi, like is the only thing you can pick up. Hmm. The title's hook is that Mario has to enter Luigi's dreams. <laughs> oh, so Luigi dreams about being run over by his older brother. <laughs> Well, it, it's a symbol for Luigi in all of the Mario games, where everyone thinks about Mario and no one really cares about Luigi. He's just the second player. Yeah, streams, right? streams reflect his reality. <laughs> Being run over by his older brother, yes. So we can look forward to that on August 11th. Next we have Mario World, or I mean Mario Golf World Tour. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Hasn't he already had golf games? He has had several golf games. My question is, will it really be a world tour, or will it just be a bunch of made-up places? Because, I mean, I'm looking at the pictures. I think yeah, they're well, like Mario World places, not like the world world. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, kind of like uh, Mario Kart, where you go to different places, the Donut Plains and, I don't know, Koopa Castle. There was one video game that was um, the latest snowboarding video game, like SSX Tricky New Generation, where they actually use real-life settings, and they use satellite imaging to get the mountains correct to make them, you know, resemble the real ones as much as possible. Weird. That seems like a lot of work, but interesting feature. Actually, uh, now see, I don't know if this counts as a game, but... uh... Apparently they have treadmills and, like, stationary bicycles and stuff that come with, like, a little screen that's connected to Google Earth that literally, like, you can follow a path using Google Street View as you run on the treadmill. What? So, like, yeah, it was, like, showing that you could, like, uh, run through Paris or something or, like, you could be on your stationary bicycle going through the Tour de France or whatever. Like, it's kind of sick. I don't know, it's interesting, like, I just wonder how many people would do something boring, like, this is the route that I'd be running if I was outside. <laughs> Actually running, yeah. <laughs> this is my neighborhood, and I'm running around my neighborhood inside my house. Well, here's the problem with running around the neighborhood, because I, I did that for, um you know, training for a run recently. The dogs oh, yeah. bark at you when you walk by their house. I, I mean, run by your house, because I was totally running and not getting tired for one block and just walking the rest of the way. Based on how you were complaining yes. yesterday. <laughs> we went on a hike yesterday for like, oh gosh, that was way too long. 4.8 miles? Yeah, something like that. We were out hiking for like three and a, three and a half hours. 
Yeah. But now that we know this game exists, we can use that in just walk in place for three and a half hours. That way we won't have yeah. stairs and hills. I'll take the stairs and hills. <laughs> I mean, my legs would argue with me on that, but actually, uh, that was the thing when I went to Japan recently. Is that you know we don't have a car or anything, so everything is either walking from the station or walking to the train station. And uh, they really like stairs in their train stations. Like, they will literally have you walk up some stairs to then walk down below the tracks to get on the other side of the tracks, then back up to get out of the station. <laughs> like, I just had to go upstairs to go downstairs and then up again. Like, I think that's why the slinky is huge in Japan. That's why everyone there's in better shape than we are in America. They also yeah. eat a different type of food than well, we do. that's true. Yes. Oh, dude, I got so tired of eating rice. Okay. I actually, uh, I, hold on, oh, I, what are the pictures named? I can show you pictures of the pizza that we got. You can also see the giant, uh, half-liter Mountain Dew that I got out of the vending machine for 100 yen. That's not bad. Yeah, like, this is a tuna mild, which actually, uh, it's got ham, onion, and then under the cheese, it has, uh, like, tuna salad, basically. Weird. Like, it was actually really good. I very much enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, I got really tired of rice. Oh, here's the, uh, this is the ad that was on the box. I like that guy and the little pigs. But no, uh, (laughs) everywhere, everywhere that we went, uh... You know, the food was something on top of rice, and I got very tired of that very quickly. So. And then you complain about me trying to get hamburgers everywhere we go. That's all you eat, though. But, I mean, if Japan eats their national food all the time, why can't I eat time? <laughs> what are you going to put your hamburger on top of? I'll have hamburger pizza. They have hamburger pizzas, right? Yeah, they do. I've had hamburger... Actually, I was... I had a hamburger pizza recently. Normally, it'll just be like hamburger and like maybe cheddar cheese or something on on like a regular pizza but i had one that had uh ketchup instead of tomato sauce and i was like this is kind of gross honestly when i lived in spain they uh if you got pizza there they used blue cheese oh instead oh. of regular cheese yummy it was the weirdest thing ever weird we dealt with it though because we were desperate <laughs> now actually uh the the pizza we ended up getting in Japan was relatively tame, con- like compared to a bunch of. Oh, it did have corn on it. I don't know if you can see that in the picture. Uh, yeah, you can't really. But like most of them had, like, mayonnaise or like fish or stuff. Not like anchovies, but like fish. <laughs> like, I don't know. On on every on every pizza, you had the option of either like tomato sauce or mayonnaise. Like, mayonnaise was a huge thing in Japan. Like, uh, everywhere we went, they had something that had mayonnaise on it. Even if it was a traditional Japanese food, they would be like, you have the option to put mayonnaise on it. Yeah, I've heard that happens um, with Japan sometimes. They have fads in their country. And trying to bring this back to video games. Oh. A couple years ago, it was a fad in Japan to have, like, ukuleles everywhere. Okay. And so in a Pokemon game, you have a ukulele playing Pokemon. Oh, uh, well, what was it? Didn't Wasn't there Animal Crossing had the ukulele playing dog? Yeah, so I think that's because everybody in Japan liked playing ukuleles that year. <laughs> Interesting. 
Anyway, back to uh, video games. Another game announced was Mario Party, whatever number they're up to now. This one will be on the 3DS. <laughs> Featuring seven worlds, all with different rules. The title includes new minigames based on speed, concentration, and luck. Coming this winter. What do you think about this, Shayna? Play as your favorite Mario characters. Do you have favorite Mario characters? Princess Peach. Mm, not Princess Toadstool? No. Okay. Why would I want to be a toadstool? Well, I mean, Toad's a character. Toad's pretty cool. Yep. He is a toadstool. But Princess Peach is a peach. I guess you've got a point. Toad runs faster than anybody else, though. That's why I like him. Does he still run faster than everybody else, or was that just the one game? I think that was just the one game. Okay, never mind. He's useless now. (laughs) Because, like... That's uh, the only thing that made him good. In Mario Kart, uh... He had, like, the best controls, I think. Like, the most... I don't know. He didn't go very fast. He was very light. But he uh, had accurate, like, response or whatever. Wow, really? So that means the other characters, they purposely made their controls not as good. (laughs) Basically, like... uh, I mean, Mario was average, and, like... Mario was average? Ouch. Yeah. Isn't he? But, like... Bowser and Donkey Kong were, like, impossible to play. Because, like, I don't know, they had really jerky controls, as I recall. That's Granted, like, big and I've only I've only ever played the Super Nintendo version, so, like, I don't really know. I saw a screenshot or, like, a, a video clip where they were talking about the new Mario Kart 7, and the guy was like, this is the seventh Mario Kart game for consoles, so that is why we're calling it Mario Kart 7. It was a big deal because none of the other Mario Karts had numbers. It was just Mario Kart, and then Mario Kart 64, and Mario Kart GCN, and Mario Kart Wii. Yeah. So I actually had to go back and count and say, oh, this is number six. Well, I guess they did the same thing with Windows 7. We had like... to do the same thing with the Game Cola podcast, too. I have to go back. <laughs> go back. Like, wait, count. this is number seven. Okay. Yes. This is the 61st Game Cola podcast. That's why we were calling this... Game Cola podcast number 61. <laughs> yes. I feel like they should explain the game <laughs> titles for the games which have titles that make no sense. But um, we'll only explain the game titles when they make perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't Square, they always make these ridiculous titles for games like... Oh, Dissidia something something two and a half or something dumb like that? Yeah, what... Or what was the... What was the name of the Kingdom Hearts game? I'm looking at the list of Square video games. No. Oh, wait, Square changed, didn't they? Did they? Well, yeah, there's Square Enix. Yeah, that's totally different. Okay, let's look at some of these names. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 3D, Dream Drop Distance. Get it? 3D? Because there are three words that start with D? Whoa! I can't remember how to spell Dissidia. So, Kingdom Hearts... 358 slash 2 days. Kingdom Hearts 358 slash 2. I guess it could be 358 divided by 2. <laughs> Thank you, Square. So, or was it Enix? Square Enix. I want them to explain that. Oh, it's supposed to be read 358 days over 2. Wow. Glad they, makes... glad they clarified. I was reading it wrong. Yes. So why don't they explain the titles of those games rather than, you know, like, this is Mario Kart 7. We are explaining yes. that because it is the seventh game. 
So, back to uh, Nintendo Direct, Donkey Kong Country's Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, because apparently Donkey Kong Country Returns was a Wii title uh, a couple of years ago, maybe two or three, and now they're remaking it for the 3DS, because that's prime time for a remake, right, Shayna? Definitely. Let's see when that game was made, Donkey Kong Country Returns. It was released in 2010, late 2010. Definitely time for a redo. Wow, it's being released in May. That's like next month. Why do they like announce a game like a month before it's being released? It's <laughs> not giving us a lot of time to get psyched up for the game. That's why. Okay. Oh, and another company is developing it as opposed to the company that developed the original one. Right. Oh. Monster Games. I don't know who they are. Monster Games? Their last things was Pilot Wings Resort, Excite and Excite Bite. <laughs> like, wait, Excite Bike? Excite Bike World Rally WiiWare. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. The same year they came up with Excite Bots Trick Racing for the Wii, and before that was Excite Truck for the Wii. Which must be like Excite Bike, except you have trucks instead of bikes. And this company lives in Minnesota. Huh. We should visit them. Or not. Okay, let's not. So let's see what other things we have from Nintendo, because I don't know anything else besides Donkey Kong Country Returns was supposed to be like the Donkey Kong Countries for the SNES. Did you play those? I didn't. I mean, like, I've seen them and I've heard a lot about them, but I've never actually, like, played through the whole game myself. I just remember that they had that really ugly, like, pre-rendered 3D stuff that was popular at that time. Oh, yeah, I've seen that in Final Fantasy VI. That was so ugly. No, Final Fantasy VI didn't have that. No, Final Fantasy III, there was a minecart challenge. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did have that part. Yeah, so it was super ugly. Yeah, except that, like, the entire game of Donkey Kong Country was like that. I just, oh, I couldn't stand it. I think it was made by Rare, which is, like, a UK game mm -hmm. studio, instead of being made by, like, a Japanese, like, studio. I don't know. Okay, so I like what they're saying about Donkey Kong Country Returns. In order to make it more compatible with a handheld system, they are introducing a brand new mode, which okay. has lower difficulty level, which increases the number of hits Donkey Kong and Diddy can take. Okay, so basically they're saying, this game is really difficult to play, so instead of fixing it, we're just going to make it easier. Yeah, instead of fixing it, you have more hit points. Yeah. And apparently new items. Fantastic. A new world with eight new levels, which is available after completing the main portion of the game. I don't really like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've experienced that, Shane, probably. But they make you replay the entire game just to get to the brand new material. Nope. I don't... It's like I already played the game. I just want to get the bonus material. I just want to play the brand new level. Have you experienced that, Jetty? See, that's the thing is I don't really, like play a lot of like remakes or re-releases uh the only time i remember that happening i think was when they had like final fantasy anthology or something or i think chrono trigger one of the re-releases for the original playstation and i actually got like too bored of replaying the game for like the 12th time that i never actually got to see any of the new content i think that's what they were thinking when they made um Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time in 3D. So they just decided, yeah. let's not add any new content whatsoever. <laughs> because otherwise people will you know, play through the entire game to get new content. They'll just be bored. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
the Final Fantasy game, I think, had, like, 3D cutscenes, like, spread out at certain points of the game, but otherwise was, like, the normal game. And I remember watching a couple, and I played, like, maybe an hour or two into the game, and it was like, you know, it's really just the same game again, except, like, now it takes three times as long to save. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It took forever to save because, you know, it's on CD, and you have to load up the uh, the memory card in order to save. So, so um, we also have a new Yoshi's Island, which means Yoshi yeah. and Baby Mario will be having adventures. Oh. This is in 3D as well, because 3D is cool. Did they announce you in your third dimension. You yet? Everything's been in 3D so far. Okay. Another Mario and Donkey Kong game. This time, Mario and Donkey Kong are going to be working together rather than, you know, working against each other. I was reading about... Uh, oh, it's a download title. Okay. I was reading about Donkey Kong Jr., how it's the only game in which Mario is a bad guy. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, well, Donkey Kong Jr. had to go and save his father, Donkey Kong, from the clutches of the evil Mario. Yeah, I remember that game. So that's an interesting... Was that an arcade game? Yeah, I think it was also because released for like... back to Wreck-It Ralph and say, if that's the only Mario game in the arcade, maybe that's why Mario never showed up in the movie. Oh, but wouldn't he have been... Because he's a villain in... in that game. So, I mean, so he was basically never showed up because he's a jerk. But maybe, I mean, wouldn't he have gone to the uh, the bad guy uh, support group? Well, I mean, it's, it's clarified in the game that there are some bad guys that don't go to the bad guy support group. That's true. And I mean, maybe because Mario is normally a good guy, maybe he's, like, enjoying being a bad guy for once. Yeah, he gets to let his dark side out. Yeah. But that would be also interesting, because, like, how we were talking about if there were separate games from the same series, you would probably end up having multiple instances of that character, like one from each generation. Yeah, I mean, there are like five Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade games. <laughs> That'd be a lot of turtles. But I mean, will all the Donatellos get together? Uh, will they eat pizza, or will they just like not like each other? Yeah, but see, you could have like good Mario and evil Mario in the same... Like, Mario would walk into a business and they'd be like, Ugh, here you are again. And he was like, oh no, it was my evil twin. <laughs> I feel like they've played with Evil Mario. They did that in the Super Mario Sunshine, but it turned out not to be Evil Mario, just somebody dressed up like him. <laughs> I never played that game. Well, you're lucky. It wasn't a very good game. Yeah, I just remember a site talking about Super Mario Sunshine, and they're like, hey, here's a joke. Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, that was it. It wasn't the worst game ever. I liked the voice acting. I thought it was good to have the characters do voice acting. I thought it was stupid that Mario was the only character who didn't have voice acting, because, you know, he has, like, an established voice. Yeah. But um, the gimmick of that game is that Mario has a water machine, which helps him get around. Yeah, I saw, like, some screenshots or videos or whatever, and I thought it seemed weird. Well, I mean, it's just not a gimmick that can carry an entire game. Yeah. So the Mario Donkey Kong game is going to be released on May 9th as a download-only title. Hmm. So what do you think about that, Jetty? Download-only title? Yeah, I mean, are they is Nintendo just going to switch to download-only titles now forever because that's cheaper? I don't know. Like, this has been, 
like a concern on gamers' minds uh, with this whole new console generation coming out. They'd been talking about it for a while, like, oh no, is the PlayStation 4 going to be like, you know, only download games? Because then you can't sell your game back to anybody or like let your friend borrow your game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you can only buy new games and that would like, I don't know, people would be upset about that. But, I don't know, then again, you have stuff like Xbox Live Indie Games or Xbox Live Arcade, where, like, I don't know, those are download only. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on the price of the game. Do they know what the price of that game is going to be? The fun thing Nintendo's doing is that they price it the same price as their normal games. So it's like $40, probably. When when New Super Mario Brothers 2 came out for the 3DS... It's like you can buy it $40 in a store or $40 as a download only. And so, I mean, the question was, it's like, well, what's the point of making it download only? There's no benefit. Yeah. Like, other than you don't have to leave your house. (laughs) Other than you don't have to leave your house, I suppose. But, I mean, there's Amazon for that, so. Yeah. But then, but you don't get it instantly then. So you get it instantly without having to leave your house. I mean... I totally forget what the uh, controversy was because I don't really care about downloading games online. But, I mean, people seem to think that developers don't want people to download games. Yeah. I mean, the argument is supposed to be, well, it's cheaper to have the game to be download only. That's great. So sell the game for a cheaper price. Yeah. But uh, also, like, again, keep in mind, if your system crashes and you lose the game or whatever... Mm-hmm. How are they going to handle that kind of thing? Like, I guess they could keep a record of, like, all the stuff you bought and you could re-download it at any time. But what if you went to, like, a friend's system and logged in as yourself and you were like, oh, well, I'm just going to download all my games here that I just bought and, like, share them with my friend on their system. I don't know. I, I feel like on both ends, for the developers and for the buyers, uh, it would be weird to balance like Uh trying to prevent piracy and stuff because either you end up with your customers not being able to get access to the games that they bought or you end up with people just sharing all of their games that they downloaded. Also a problem is um, EA instituted a download service so you have to pay like you know five dollars to be able to download games. Yeah so I mean you still have to okay. pay full price for the games, but you have to pay for the ability to download them. That's so, stupid. Apparently, it was a failure. I have no idea how that happened. Like, wow. Didn't uh, wasn't that also uh, was it SimCity? They came out with the new SimCity, and it required you to be logged in to play or whatever, like to prevent piracy, and. That that like crashed their servers trying to log in that many people, so you couldn't even play the game that you bought. Fantastic. All right, so um. Yes, brilliant plan. Uh, didn't we talk about this? You can talk more about EA Games. Apparently, they're a horrible company with high turnaround. How does that work? Oh yeah. Uh, well, like EA Tiburon, which is the like group that does most of their sports stuff, I guess. Like, I don't really know that much about it, but it is literally like five miles from my house. Uh, and so being that I also live close to uh, Full Sail, which is like a... Uh, it's not just video games. It's also like media and stuff. A, you know, like Attack's house. <laughs> I'm not sure this is... Well, uh, there's Full Sail, which is like a game development university, and there's also 
uh, University of Central Florida, which has like a master's program for game development. Wow. Yeah, EA Tiburon is here local, and I know a lot of people who like tried to go to work for them. And if you can make it, or if you can skip the lower level stuff altogether, uh, if you are in the upper levels, it's not so bad. But if you're just one of the random college hires that they have, they pay you as close to minimum wage as you're willing to accept and basically work you for like 60 and 70 hours. And then as soon as the game is done, you're gone. Instant fire. Yeah. Like you will work, you know, 60 hours a week for, you know, three months, six months, whatever, and then they'll drop you. So, I mean, right before you would get benefits, do they offer benefits? Probably. I don't think that's something they would do. I don't know. And, like, again, most of the people who I knew who did this honestly weren't really the best developers. <laughs> uh, they were just like, oh, I want to make the video games. And since they didn't have any actual skills, they got stuck in the lower levels. So part of it might be that they're just complaining about what happened to them. But uh, at the same time, in general, I don't really hear the best things about how they treat their lower-level people. Mm-hmm. So I guess... I forget why I brought that up. I guess just so we could bash on EA for a while. We're mean. Yeah, well, no one likes... <laughs> what is it, Madden 2014? Is that out yet? Probably. When does the football season start, Shayna? Um, probably September-ish. Probably September-ish. I don't really follow NFL so much. Well, I mean, isn't it like the same thing every year? Because I know, like, baseball, the playoffs are always in October. And then, you know, the World Series always preempts the Simpsons Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and so they always air their Halloween episode in November. Hmm. Let's see. Ooh. Man NFL 14 release dates. Does Mr. Madden still do, like, announcing for footballs? Oh, yeah. I guess you Is can he? keep going for that. Like, I mean, okay, it says... Oh. Sorry. Man and NFL 2014 release date August 2013. <laughs> okay, yeah, the 2014 game is in 2013. Makes sense. Oh, they do that with cars. Yeah, true. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. You get next year's model yeah, well, like, halfway through the current year. Huh. Yeah. Which is dumb. Which always seems silly, but... Well, it like, devalues the car you have if you just got the current year. <laughs> I'm not mad or anything about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you you got like a stick shift car anyway. That's, what that's, does that have that to do? Devalues it immediately. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. What, what, when you're in this <laughs> century, just because you don't know how to drive a stick. Okay, maybe that's why. I'm ah, mad. yeah. <laughs> anyway, video games. Um, there's <laughs> a new Zelda game for the 3DS, which will be a top-down affair. Ooh, a top-down affair. Which which means it'll be like the um. You know, the handheld games, or the SNES games, Link to the Path. Oh, as like the original being, game? Yeah, as opposed to being 3D, I imagine it will be in 3D, but it will be top-down 3D. Why don't they make another side-scrolling game like Zelda 2? Because that one was a horrible failure. <laughs> and it was so much fun, so much better than the first one. Oh, well. I, I really like that game, like the RPG elements they introduced. Like, uh-huh. I don't know, I always was a fan of that one. And the music was different. The music is so good. Yeah. Do, 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 do. That's a different song. Never mind. My own Bob Mountain. Okay. Well, also, the Zelda Game Boy Color games will be released on the eShop. Hooray. I wonder how that's going to work. 
have you ever played the Game Boy Color ones? Wait, wait, Game Boy Color of what? Zelda. I tried playing Oracle Link's Awakening. It's an Oracle of Seasons. I played Link's Awakening when that came out. Oh, okay. Or Link's like Awakening. Link's Awakening DX. Yeah, that one. Okay. Uh, and that was like, that is the most recent Zelda game I have played. So the one which came out in the 90s. Yep. Let's see which year it specifically came out in. <laughs> 1998? Uh, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, no, I... I mean, the ones Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons were made specifically for the Game Boy Color as opposed to being just a cheap remake. Not to insult Link's Awakening DX because it's a <laughs> game, but there's a... Um, you can get a hidden item if you play the game on a Game Boy Advance as opposed to a Game Boy Color. Hmm, interesting. So I wonder how that's going to work with you being able to play it on the uh, 3DS. Now that's, that would be an interesting thing. Like, did they hide that on there to be triggered? Yeah, I mean, I by it some... on my uh, Game Boy Advance, or you could play it on a Game Boy Color, and uh, the person will say, hey, you're playing this game on a Game Boy Advance. Let me give you this special ring, huh. which is called the Advance Ring. Interesting. See, I actually really like stuff like that, like that they planned for the future and like hid something on there that would be triggered by a potential future game system. That's cool. Hmm. So it's called the Advanced Shop. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's that's really interesting. I guess it makes us wonder when that game came out, but you know, that was a while ago, so I don't feel like looking up when that game came out relative to the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Japanese games that are being released in America. Bravely Default mm-hmm. Flying Fairy, made by our good friends who come up with great names for video games. Tyrannix. <laughs> so Shana, what do you think this game is about? Bravely Default Flying Fairy. Fairy that Also, apparent, apparently the Game Boy Advance came out in 2001, so it was three years later. Anyway, Default? Bravely Default. Bravely Bravely default. Flying fairies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the Zelda game came out, they both came out in 2001, so it was the same year as the uh, Game Boy Advance. Okay. Bravely default flying fairy. So finally, it's going to be released in North America in 2014. So I'm guessing that means it's already been released in Japan for a while. <laughs> Let's see if we can get a, um, a detail of this. Wow, it has its own wiki already. Okay. Bravely Default Flying Fairy is the successor to Final Fantasy The Four Heroes of Light. Oh, that was a horrible game. Okay, never mind. This shouldn't be worth playing. I I think I mentioned this maybe on an earlier podcast, but Final Fantasy The Four Heroes of Light, what they tried to do was remove a bunch of the um, options in that game to make it easier. Oh yeah, but then it made it worse. Yeah, so I mean Like... like, if I wanted to heal somebody what you do in a traditional RPG is you select, oh, I'm going to do the heal spell, and then you select who you're going to heal. But they're like, no, yeah. you just, in order to save you time, you just select the heal spell, and it automatically decides who is going to be healed. Yeah. So when I did that, um, I ended up healing a dead character. Yeah. And, you know, you can't heal somebody who's at zero. Yeah. Great job, guys. Thanks. So I lost that boss battle. Yeah. That's just weird because, like, in more recent games, or well, I guess not more recent than that, but like more recent than the original Final Fantasy, they made it so that if you try to heal a dead person, it randomly selects a different person, so that you don't waste your heal on a dead person. 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, this game came out, Bravely Default Flying Fury, came out in October of 2012. Mm. So it's taking them a while to translate this one. No, wait, I can't tell if it looks good or looks bad. I think it looks bad. <laughs> it looks good for a moment, and then, then I saw the characters. Because here's the thing, they don't go for, like, realistic graphics. They have, like, those chibi characters. Yeah, yeah. With the characters with the humongous heads compared to their bodies and giant eyes and things like that. Yeah, I think they're trying to make it look similar to how the original few games looked, like, in 2D, except in 3D. Because, like, uh, up through Final Fantasy VI... Like, the head of the character took out, like, half of the body space of the sprite. Oh, so. I was told they were just doing that to make the game appeal to children. And so they made it a lot easier, and so on and so forth. And people were complaining about that. Oh, weird. So, Bravely Default. Fly, fairy, Flying Fairy will be released next year in English. Oh, as well as the next Professor Layton game. Uh. Which is a question, because what about the Professor Layton crossover game with Phoenix Wright? No announcement on whether or not that's being released in the United States. Whatever did happen with that. Oh, they released it in Japan. It was a huge hit. And that's it. Oh, Europe's getting the new Professor Layton game this year, but we have to wait until next year. Why? They use the same translation usually for the European and North American releases. So, for example, all the puzzles in the American version, they're all in terms of meters and things like that. Okay. I mean, there was one puzzle where I guess they couldn't get rid of it because the whole thing, the puzzle doesn't make sense unless it takes place in meters. Okay. Uh, Why does something rhyme with meter? It was millimeter, and because millimeter is spelled M-M, so you use the letter M twice, so that was the puzzle. Interesting. Something along those lines. Um, do, 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 do. We have a release date for Shin Megami Tensei 4. Mm. A release date for Pikmin 3, August 4th. Mm. The virtual console is finally actually coming to Wii U. Earthbound. Earthbound. Oh, hey, that's coming to the virtual console. Okay. That's something you like, to talk about? Yeah, because people were going on and like, oh, man, Earthbound Remake. But I think that it's not so much a remake as it is just, like, basically an official ROM. Yeah, it's a ROM on the virtual console. I don't know, they were all talking about, like, oh, if this is happening, then maybe they're going to finally release uh, the Earthbound sequel, The Mother 3 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, it sounds like probably not, but... Alright, so that was Nintendo Direct. I can't see any other pieces of information. So are we excited about this? I was kind of hoping for the uh, Professor Layton Phoenix Wright. Well, isn't there a new Professor Wright? There's new Phoenix Wright information, but I guess I can't talk about it because you don't know anything about it. Well, I did have to edit the article that went up on GameCola. Oh, good. So you can tell us all about it. Yes, I'm going to go there right now to GameCola.net and look at breaking big news Ace Attorney 5. It's coming out July 25th, 2013 in Japan. Uh, and we have box art and uh, information about the prosecutor. Tell us about the prosecutor, because he's kind of a weird fellow. Yeah, he has uh, black and white hair, really long hair, and he has a bird, apparently. Tobias. And he has, yes, he has evil Tobias on his shoulder, and he's eating, like, 
he got caught in the middle of eating evil Tobias's brother, I guess probably his good twin brother, and so he still has like the feather sticking out of his mouth. Surprised evil Tobias is just hanging around this guy. So he's technically serving a sentence for murder, but he's been ordered to stand in court as a prosecutor. Apparently. Does that happen all the time? I imagine it must. I mean, you know, if it's happening in a video game. Case 2 is called Turnabout Monster Parade, featuring ghosts and monsters. I imagine they will be parading. Maybe. Apollo looks normal on the cover art, which is strange, because the only other picture we saw of him was Evil Pirate Apollo. (laughs) Oh yeah, uh, apparently you get to play dress-up with the characters. You can, I guess, buy some DLC, and you get different outfits for the different characters. Really? You can make your characters look a little bit different? Yeah. And you Lots of extra money for that, I imagine. Diana said there's a sailor outfit for uh, the yellow coat girl. and Just like sailor. I don't know, it just says sailor outfit, but I'm, I'm guessing it's like the schoolgirl outfit. Because schoolgirls are sailors? Well, it's like a sailor, like the Japanese like schoolgirl outfit is based on a sailor uniform. Like Sailor Moon, you know? Well, I... I... Japan is an island, so it makes sense that they have a lot of naval influence. Yes. Uh, and it says, a casual outfit for Apollo and Phoenix's classic suit. Now... So Apollo is actually going to be in this game. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe it will still be interesting anyway. <laughs> Video games. So, yeah. No information about Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright. Their game... Sadly. Released in November, last November... But apparently it was more, um, it was less like a crossover and more like, here's the Phoenix Wright segment, and then we switch over to the Professor Layton segment. So, like, the segments weren't integrated as much. Oh, weird. So, I mean, it played, like, two separate games, depending on which segment you're you're playing. Hmm. Interesting. It got a 35 out of 40. Fantastic. You didn't have, like, Professor Layton as the prosecutor against, uh, Phoenix Wright? I haven't been trying to read, like, the plot because I don't want to get, you know, spoiled on it. But oh. then again, I don't yeah. imagine it will be different. But, I mean, the Wikipedia series, I mean, the Wikipedia page clearly separates them. The trials are going to be classic Phoenix Riot, and then the investigations mm. are going to be classic Professor Layton. Interesting. I know, I always hate when I go to Wikipedia for, like, just basic technical information or something, and then, like, mixed in with the technical information, it's like... Oh, yeah, and this character dies. It's like, oh, well then. <laughs> or like, because this character is dead, this happens. Uh, are you looking for... Hmm? What? No, hold on a sec. I'm taking a look at screenshots of the game, and the evil prosecutor, just to go back to Phoenix, or Phoenix Wright 5, what? he does not have evil Tobias with him in court. No? I guess that's just the official, you know, his, his official art is him with the evil bird on his shoulder, but in the game himself itself he's just going to be chewing on the bird's feather (laughs) it's because he ate him michael oh but if he's like in all five cases of the game does that mean he's going to go through like five birds (laughs) just the same bird five times yes obviously (laughs) obviously yes shana you haven't contributed i don't know what you guys are talking about really okay (laughs) video games Unfortunately, I don't play video games. <laughs> well, neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> tell by our conversation. It's like, well, 
it's based off a game which came out three years ago, which is based off a game which came out ten years ago, but I haven't gotten around to it. Yes, I never played the original game, so I haven't played the new game. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a question for remakes, is um, how much is the audience... How much of the audience is comprised of people playing the game for the first time, and how much is people who played the original and just like it? See, okay, I was having a discussion with a friend of mine about the Pokemon games and how many people buy both games for themselves. I've never played a Pokemon game, so you're going to have to elaborate. Yeah, me either. Have you seen well, no, Pokemon on TV? Yeah, I saw one of the movies. Oh. Well, see, you know that they come out with, like, Pokemon... Uh, red and blue, or like Pokemon, uh, I don't know, Soul Silver and Heart Gold, or something like that, right? No. So they come out with two Pokemon games at once, and they're different colors. Yes, they're different colors. Like it's like the same game but different colored boxes. And they have slightly different Pokemon in the game. Like ninety percent of the Pokemon will be exactly the same, but instead of having Pidgey, you will get Spearow. Oh, so wait, so I mean, the two games are like 90% the same, and they just change a little bit to release two different games? Well, it's supposed to force you to have to, like, play with other people so that you can't get all 151 Pokemon. You have to play together with someone and trade them some of your Pokemon and get some Pokemon from them. Okay, how do you trade? Do you need, like, a cable? Uh, I mean... I've only ever played the original Pokemon, but yeah, like, in the original one, you needed the cable. I think now, I don't know, maybe you can do it over Wi-Fi. I don't really know. Can you beat the game without getting 150 Pokemon? Is that is that cool? Yeah, like, uh, you can get uh, your badges and defeat the Elite Four or whatever uh, without all 151. What's the but... Elite Four? I thought the bad guys are, like, Team Rocket. Okay, they're the bad guys, but they just keep you from, like, advancing. They're, like, mini-bosses. But the actual end of the game is the Pokemon League, and getting into the Pokemon League, you have to defeat the Elite Four. Ooh. So I imagine they're like the four champions who are the best Pokemon fighters ever. Yeah, and you have to go in and defeat them in order to get your Pokemon League badge thing. Hmm. And in order to fight them, you have to defeat all of the gym leaders and get all their gym badges. So really, there's no real point in getting both games. Just play one game all the way through. I mean, yeah, you can completely, like go through the whole game, but if you want all 151 Pokemon, you have to trade with somebody who has the other version of the same game. Why do I want all 151 Pokemon? Because you want to give Nintendo more money. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, But that's the thing, that's what I was trying to discuss with uh, my friend, is like, there are people out there who buy both of the games for themselves instead of just getting one and then trading with friends. So I wonder, like, what is the increase that they get in, like, income from doing it that way. Because, like, they sell... uh, Oh, what was it? They sold the original red and blue, but then they had, like, fire red and leaf green or something like that, which was the same exact games released for the next system up so that you could play the older games on the newer system. Uh So how many times do they sell the original games, both of them to one person, and then that same person buys both of the new games again. So then, instead of making just one sale, they've made four sales on the same game. That's pretty crazy. I wish I was a Nintendo make money for the same thing. 
Well, I'm thinking of um, the Legend of Zelda Game Boy games, which I mentioned. Okay. And, you know, they made two of them. They were released at the same time, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. And the way you're supposed to do it is you're supposed to play one game all the way through, and then they give you a password oh, okay. into the next game, into the other game, and you play that game all the way through, and you get, like, bonus scenes where Zelda actually shows up and talks to Link. Okay. And some people were complaining that, you know, they bought both games and then they started playing both games at the same time. Yeah. It's like, no, you need to completely beat one game and then switch to the other. That seems like it's more purposeful because the two games are, what's the word, Shana? Different? <laughs> Rather than the exact same thing? Yeah. No, uh, well, it's kind of like episodic games, right? Where, like, you're supposed to play them all in order, but they're released separately. It's pronounced episodic. Uh, didn't we have a podcast about that? Yes, I was making a clever callback to that podcast. Thank you for explaining that, Joe. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Didn't we do the same thing when we had an argument about whether it's pronounced crystallis or crystally? Well, I mean, crystallis, sorry. Is crystallis or crystallis? Yeah. It's it ends Like it's I, French? Like fleur-de-lis. It's, it's clearly yes. a French game. Yes, obviously. No, uh, actually... It wasn't even named Crystalis in Japanese. It was named God Slayer. So, like, you can't even look at the, like, Japanese pronunciation. Do you actually slay gods in that game? No, you don't. That seems like a <laughs> bad title. Yeah, it was kind of a dumb title. And because Nintendo of America was very strict about, like, religious references, they, uh, you know, had to change the title. So, video games. Talk about Candy Crush. You Candy Crush? Right now? In my phone? <laughs> is it an iOS game? Um, I think it's through Facebook. Is it? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. There's many games for Facebook. Yeah, it's one of those iOS games which works on Facebook. Or one of those Facebook games that works on iOS? Whenever you log on to the Facebook version, it says, please download the iOS version. Yeah. But whenever you Weird. go on to the iOS version, it never says anything about Facebook. Facebook. It says, connect to Facebook so you can see your friend's scores. Strange. I'm really good at beating Michaels. No, no, you're not. You just got lucky. No, no. See, Jetty, if you if you were playing this game right now, we could joke about how your score is horrible. But instead, we'll make fun of Michael. No, no. <laughs> See, that was a problem for me. Like this one person who I am Facebook friends with, and I've never met this person in real life. I don't know why this person wanted to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. has like super high scores and so i'm really considering like dropping her as a friend because that way i will have the number one high score out of all my friends yeah until i beat it until shana comes along and then destroys it <laughs> yeah i used to play uh tetris battle a lot and i had a couple of friends who i started out playing with and basically i wasn't playing the game using, like, the right buttons, I didn't realize that there were, like, other things that you could do. And I was like, oh, you can, like, store pieces, and you can, like, do this and that. And then I started, like, utterly defeating them, and nobody wanted to play with me anymore. That's how I feel about Michael sometimes. <laughs> what, you mean that I am <laughs> utterly defeating you? <laughs> I'll just, I, as soon as I you know, get close to beating your high score, I'll let you know. Well, then I'm stuck on level 14. It's funny, because the game itself will say, okay, you know, Michael has been stuck on level 29 for 
15, 16, 17 days. It's like, not really. It's that I'm going back and replaying level 14 over and over and over again to try and beat my score. So I'm technically not stuck on level 29. I'm just not playing it. Yes. So, video games. I don't know what else to say about Nintendo Direct. Tell us about Earthbound. Why do people Earthbound? play that game again? It's not well, very amusing. Oh, we're no, so I... many hate comments for this. <laughs> it's supposed okay, to be... Okay, so people keep in mind that I hate the 90s. <laughs> not in the 90s, apparently. You like DuckTales, or I guess that was, like, late 80s. Yeah, 92 was... Yeah, that was a good game. But, I mean, um, adventure games in the 1990s, I think, are just horrible, and, you know, they died for a reason, but now they're back. <laughs> but um, yes. RPGs in the 90s also died for a reason, <laughs> and that reason is Y2K. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. It can't be 1990X anymore. Which actually, uh, I do believe Earthbound took place in 1990X. <laughs> uh, well, that's why they can't remake it. <laughs> That'll be interesting if they keep the 1990X reference. <laughs> but no, they, uh, it was sort of a, it was an RPG, but it took place in like a modern America-esque type of setting instead of being like a fantasy setting or a modern Japan uh, so I guess, like... Well, how many how many RPGs take place in modern Japan? I don't know. Well, you threw that out there. I thought you had one in mind. Oh, no, I just remember, like, I don't think any really came over here. Oh, okay, that but... makes sense. The Japanese yeah. modern games, they didn't send them to America. Okay. Yes. Uh, for cultural reasons. But, uh, yeah, Earthbound. Cultural like reasons. We won't get the cultural references. Oh, because they'll talk yes. about, like, Japanese celebrities, like that that one comedian. Then, you know, that, that Japanese girl who's in all those romance movies. <laughs> no. Yes. Who is it? I really know them. Alex Kidd, right? That game? Alex Kidd in Miracle World, I guess? Mm-hmm. I think it was Matt Jonas, maybe? I don't remember. Somebody on Game Cola was, like, flipping out when he realized that, like... At the end of every level, I guess Alex Kidd eats a burger or something like that. And then he played a ROM of it, and he was eating, like, a bowl of rice. And he, like, flipped out that they tricked him all this time into thinking that it was, like, an American-esque game, and all they did was, like, localize it. All they did was switch the rice to a burger? Basically. Talking about this for, like, a half hour? Hold on. Uh, there were two differences. First one, changing targets in the game map. A game map. Alex is shown eating onigiri in the original version and a hamburger in the integrated version. Uh, and then some control differences. So, like, I don't know, there are things like that that they change. That's what they did for the Phoenix Wright series with my... Oh. She loves burgers, but apparently in Japan she loves ramen. Oh, okay. I, w I always wondered about that. Why... Which is like, different from noodles. Aren't ramen like a type of noodle? Yeah. Okay. They are a type of noodle. But they're like the different from salesman as well. I guess they couldn't like redo all of his sprites or something like that. Okay. Because his hair looks like noodles. It's it's a clever visual pop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find a picture for you, I guess. Oh, is it courtrecords.net? Is it Apollo Justice Noodle Salesman? I'm just gonna search for that. Yes, you can send me an image. 
why are there no pictures showing up? That is so lame. Now I'm going to have to remember what that character's name was, and he's not a very good character. Well then, which one, which game was it? Apollo Justice, the fourth one. Oh, okay, I see him. He's got like a, like a noodle bowl on his hat, and then like... His hair looks like noodles. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, I do see him. He does look like he has ramen on his head. So ramen is a type of noodle, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, because Detective Gumshoe, who's another character in the series, is always talking about how he's so poor he can only afford instant noodles. Yeah, that's his running joke. So I guess they didn't want to make it in America that Maya's loving ramen and this other character loves noodles because people like me would be confused. Yeah. So she loves burgers now. Interesting. And some clever people have made it so that she loves eating ramen burgers. <laughs> okay. So she loves both the foods. What do you think? Sure. Possible to make a ramen burger? Probably, but uh. Earthbound. Earthbound. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's very, it takes place in Eagle Land. Ah. Uh, America. Yeah, America. You like Baldy. And right. And it stars a young boy who, I don't know, has a baseball bat and stuff. So I guess it's very like relatable for these American kids. So then why was it super popular in Japan? I don't know. Okay. Because they like America. Oh, they do? I don't know. I seem to like delaying their games released here, like, by two years. Yes. Why do you think that happens sometimes? Some games get delayed and some games get released, like, at the same time. I mean, I know it obviously takes time to translate games, but... Yeah. I'm thinking of Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, where it came out in, like... English, like two, three months after the Japanese release. Yeah. As opposed to Bravely Default Flying Fairy, which takes two years. Uh, probably how well they think the game will do over here. Like, well, yeah, they want to test out to see if it really sells well in Japan and then decide, yeah. well, it's a good game, so let's bring it over. Yeah, basically. Whereas they know that anything with the name Zelda in it will automatically sell a gajillion copies, so they were prepared. Yeah. I always found it surprising that uh, when they released Final Fantasy XI, which is like an online game, they actually took like a pretty long time to release it over here in the States. And so like a lot of people were upset because all of the Japanese people had like an unfair advantage of being like that much further ahead in the game. Hmm. So. I guess that makes sense. Did they have an unfair advantage? Actually, they had a pretty significant advantage because... American people, even if you could type in Japanese, like, even if you knew Japanese, even if you were a Japanese person living in America, they did everything that they could and actually released patches to further remove any potential possibility that you could ever type in Japanese uh, on the American version of the game. So, like... They love America? <laughs> apparently. Okay. Like... Maybe not just Square Enix. Wait, those are the same guys that made Earthbound, didn't they? No. Square? No, I think uh, Nintendo released Earthbound, which is why it's in Super Smash Brothers. Oh. Did Nintendo Nintendo release it? Because, I mean, like, nowadays they just make other people release games for them. Hold on. Uh, I think it might have been uh, co-developed by Ape and HAL Laboratory, uh, which HAL made some other games that I liked, like Arcana. Well, they've also made, um, like, the super good games, didn't they? I don't know. Adventures of Lolo. Kirby's Ooh, Air Fortress. Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Oh, that's pretty good. Agerland uh, Episode Zero, Quest of Rara. 
Oh, they made Kirby. That sounds like a good one. Eager man. <laughs> they made the Kirby games, apparently. What's the deal with Kirby? I don't understand how that's popular. I don't know. Oh, glad we got that out of the way. Yeah, like, uh, I've always liked the music. He's always he's like but, pink, yeah. Yeah, but, like, the appeal of the game itself, like, I don't know, it is kind of fun, but I don't understand why everyone, like, flips out about it. Well, I mean, it's a cool game mechanic that you can, like, swallow your enemies and then copy their abilities, but... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, other things that are cool about uh, Earthbound, other than just being relatable through, like, the story and stuff, uh, it had an auto-battle thing, and also, if you were strong enough to defeat the enemies really quickly, it would skip battle altogether and just be like, you won! Mm Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Yeah. Also, instead of having like entirely random battles, you could see the enemies and stuff. So I don't know. It had a lot of stuff that would sell for an American, uh, I don't know, American people. Oh, that that kind of reminds me of a joke. Um, Is the joke uh, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest? Because that's a pretty good joke. Oh. Um. No. Oh. I was just off topic. I. Because we talked about Dragon Ball Z a couple times, I was going to say, how many Saiyans does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh, how many? Well, it takes one, but but it takes them 12 episodes to do it. Oh, yes. Oh, actually, I never did get to tell you what I was trying to talk about with the uh, Dragon Ball thing, how I was trying to download Dragon Ball. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was really difficult to find a torrent for it, because being a popular series that they can make a ridiculous amount of money off of... Uh, they, like, go after torrents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was looking through, looking through, and finally I find one that says, uh, you know, Dragon Ball TV Rip, and it has all 183 episodes or whatever it is. And I'm like, okay, I'll download this. There's no other description. It just says Dragon Ball TV Rip, and every episode is just, like, Dragon Ball Zero One, Dragon Ball Zero Two. So after I download it, I open it up, and it is in French with somebody talking in Polish over the top of it. Like, like there's one guy doing all of the voices in Polish over the top of a French version where you can still hear all of the audio. Like, he wasn't even, like, pretending to be the characters. He was just, like, reading the script. This sounds like the best show ever. According to my brother... Uh, this is actually kind of a common thing in, like, Eastern Europe, is that instead of having multiple voice actors, they'll actually just have one person. And I had seen this on The Simpsons before. Like, the official release of The Simpsons in Russia, apparently, was one guy speaking all of the parts. Like, Does he at least, like, try to put emphasis on any of the statements? Like, when a character is yelling, he will yell it? Uh, or is it, to a- I speak monologue the whole time, monotone? It wasn't really monotone. It was more like just sort of a cheerful reading. And, like, I think if somebody was angry or something, he would get, like, a little louder. But he wasn't really, like, doing voices or anything. So if a female character was speaking, it would sound just the same as every other character. And, like, if Goku was speaking or whatever, like, they all sounded exactly the same. Well, in Japan, they have a girl do Goku's voice. Yes. Because in Japan, like... Over here in America, everyone's like, oh, yeah, the best fighting show. Oh, it's such a serious show. And, like, it kind of wasn't in Japan. Like, it was a more of a comedy thing and, like, a parody of fighting shows. 
Yeah, but we didn't see any of the shows they parodied, so... Yeah. We thought it was... Which, I, I always just thought that was funny, as I remember when they were playing it on Cartoon Network, again, everyone was all like, oh, it's the best fighting show ever made! And it's like, well, no, you've just never seen shows that were actually good. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, wait, so maybe on purpose they were stretching out all the battles as, like, just... Uh, a huge cosmic joke on everyone maybe that explains so much now well no also what's his face who was on the last podcast sean right maybe sean i don't think sean was on the pod- who was on the last podcast no joe who made a comment about dragon ball z and i wanted to respond to it because my mom what my mom did not make any comments about dragon ball z thank you <laughs> well then Last podcast. No, yeah, it was Joe. Joe Reviewer. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, but I mean, I was talking about how Gohan's personality changed over seven years, and that was kind of bad. And he's all... Oh, yeah. That's realistic. People's personalities change over seven years. Sure. Yeah. He, he's right, but I mean, it's a TV series about fighting, and his personality changed to the point where he decided he never wants to fight anymore, ever. So it's kind of hard to be the main character in a fighting series when you've decided you never want to fight. Yeah, like it was intended. Come back, I should have, you know, just thrown at him like last month, and I've been, you know, <laughs> for the past, you know, month thinking of how I should respond. Yes, it's rare that you get a chance to make that response, like that. Oh yeah, after you walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you got it. You did it. Without him being here to respond, so you're the winner now. Yes. Yes. I win. <laughs> Do we have yes. any viewer mail or something that we can wrap up we, with? We don't. We haven't been getting any viewer mail. We have viewer comments, though. Do we? Oh, yeah, on the on the page? Oh, I was going to look up comments on the latest um, 10, 10, 10 video, but, like, half of them are all from the same person, so, Yeah. They're happy that we got rid of Paul in the 10 10 10 video walkthrough. Huh? Poor Paul. What was I going to say? I don't know. Uh, we should command people to send us emails. But I don't know who really listens to the Game Cola podcast now that everyone's on the staff. So there's like Rizzy Man, maybe a Sex Dude. Well, there are staff writers who listen to the podcast but don't ever come on, like Nicola. He said he yeah. had made RPG. Let's see all the people who aren't... Let's see. I mean, Christian Porter and Nathaniel Hoover, they actually haven't been on in a while. Uh, Matt Jonas, Diana Gray, Michael Ridgway, Stuart Jipp, who I messaged earlier, uh, Frank Jacobs, Anna, Joseph, Nicola, Daniel Castro, uh, Mark Friedman, Colin. Colin is always on Skype, but he never, like, he never comes on the podcast. I mean, I haven't messaged him in a long time because... Back in the day, I used to message him, and he was always, like, he's one of those weird people who actually uses Skype instead of coming on just for the podcast and then leaving. But Yeah, what does he use Skype for? Does, he has, like, a real job in the video game world. <laughs> yes. Unlike certain people. Yes. I don't know. Uh, sometimes, what was it, when I worked at an office, uh, we had, like, an internal messaging system and then the other time that i worked at a different office we just used aim to talk to everybody so maybe he uses it at work to like talk to his other people 
Because, you know, like, actually getting up and walking to another part of the building is, like, work. Well, actually, uh, the first web development job that I had, everyone was on AIM, and I would literally get a message from the person sitting next to me, and I would just turn over and I would be like, you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think, uh, like, people explained it to me, well, if everyone was talking in real life, then it would be very noisy and nobody could hear what they were talking about. So, like, we talk over AOL Instant Messenger instead to alleviate this issue. I think it's because you guys are all antisocial and hate talking to other people. Yes, we're a bunch of nerds who are on the computer all the time. So Just to enforce that stereotype, what I always liked to do was I would go downstairs. I had an office upstairs. I'd go downstairs and talk to people in person. Yeah. Because that way there's less work to do. <laughs> Yes. Because, you know, you know, just go downstairs. You can walk around and talk to everybody, not just the person you need to talk to. Yes. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, granted, uh, in my second office job, we also had, like, other offices. So sometimes I would have to talk to people from, like, a separate, like, the Mexico office or something. So. Video games. Yeah. Although, yeah, I guess we should probably start wrapping up, so... Everyone should email us, podcast at gamecola.net. Uh, if you have questions or you want to talk to us or, you know, just say how you're doing, you know, we'll probably read it online since, or on the next podcast since we don't really get that many emails anymore. Yeah, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, such as your video game crush. Who's oh. your video game crush, Jetty? I don't know. I don't think I ever really had one. You like, I couldn't come up answer, with one for the... Or you didn't answer that question. I didn't, because I couldn't think of one. So let's let's see. Uh, Shana, what do you think? So Nathaniel likes Tifa Lockhart. Looks like a weird creature. Yeah, what about... <laughs> what? Kate J. She likes oh. Link. He looks pretty... He's very handsome in that picture. Yes. Okay. My bad. Joseph Martin picked Adeline from Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Okay. Isn't she, like... Eight? She looks like eight years old. How old is Joseph? I don't know. Oh, he's like 16, 17? Okay, maybe. I don't know. Is that kind of creepy? It's a cartoon. Okay. I picked uh, a Nancy Drew. Of course she did. And that's actually not a picture of Nancy Drew. It's a picture of Connie Watson, but we'll let it... <laughs> <laughs> whoever whoever um, did that one really failed. They just Google searched Nancy Drew and... Got that picture. And I also suggested that women could pick Mr. September from Nancy Drew's Secrets Can Kill Remastered. Actually, I was looking at the picture of you in that thing, and I noticed that they edited out your uh, I edited collar. the priest collar. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did that before I was kind of, to them. I was wondering about that, because I recognize that picture as one of you uh, in your... Uh, uh, yeah. Is it a uniform? priest uniform. <laughs> yeah. We call them clerics, yeah. Okay, cleric uniform. Yeah. I don't know, like I, yeah. Cleric used to be a type of thing, and now it's just like a random class in RPGs. Yes. Diana Gray likes Miles Edgeworth. What do you think about that guy? He's got good hair. Matt Jonas likes Jesse from Team Rocket. That's the girl, right? I recognize her. See... The thing is, is she wasn't really in the games, though. Like, I think she was in Pokemon Yellow, but she was more of a deal in the cartoon show. Yeah. And Christian Porter picks Razor from Maniac Mansion. 
Because he's old, so he likes someone from an old game. Oh, I get it, because he's old. Sean likes yes. Chun-Li. I can go with that. Yes, Chun-Li. The thighs of doom. Thighs? Yes. Those are pretty big thighs. Those are impressive thighs. That's all, by the way, anyone listening, that's not Michael Gray making it up. This is literally what Sean said about that. Yeah, Sean so. said she has thighs of doom. So we need to come up with a, a video game crush for um, Alex Jetty here. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What games did I even play that had female characters? Like, okay. What's the uh, female character in Earthbound? You could pick her. You liked Earthbound. Uh, I don't know. Not as much as other games. I don't know. Yeah, come on, Jetty. What, how about Princess Princess Peach? How's that? Uh, I don't know. What about Princess Daisy? Or what's the other one from that other game that I don't know who she is? She wears a blue dress. Mario Princesses? I think I found my crush. Oh. Nathan Drake. Ooh. Shana gets Drake. Nathan Drake from the popular Uncharted series. Did you oh. have to promote that game? They had a bunch of guys dress up like him in subways. I went Did on and they had them. They had like a really choosy selection process. I so, I mean, that. if you weren't hot enough, I mean, because he's really ripped in real life. That's just a picture of face. But right. if you get a full body shot, he's going around topless. Most women would be okay with that. So, I mean, the guys, I mean, you had to have a certain amount of um, good lookingness in order to be hired as, to cosplay him at Subway. Uh, like Subway has nothing to do with I, the game, by the way. I mean, I don't think he eats a lot of sandwiches in the game. <laughs> I was going to say, like, do you mean, like, Subways or, like, Subway sandwiches? Subway sandwiches, I think. That's so weird. Like, does it make any sense? (laughs) Yeah, wait. We've got all sorts of pictures of him with Subway. Weird. Yeah, so these are real-life guys dressing up like him at Subway to promote the game. Oh, oh, Michael. Someone heard our podcast like us right now saying that we needed more emails and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just got a comment on podcast number 60. It says, hello, my loved one. I wish to say that this post is amazing, nice written, and come with approximately all vital infos. I would like to peer extra posts like this. What? I think that might be spam. Yeah, I'm going to guess that's spam. Are you sure it says Raphael Worthy at fastemailer.com? That sounds like a real person. Okay, so what's the topic he wants us? Whoa, dude, so... Uh, oh, okay. Like, delivering uh, Subway sandwiches to go. That's pretty good. I, I think this person wants to talk about uh, currency trading, because that's what they put as their name. So anyway, okay. Mario Princess uh, I'm thinking of is Rose, Rosalie. Rosalie, and she's not really princess, she's like queen of the galaxy, but we'll accept that. Oh, okay. I think that's her name. Yes, that's... Rosalina. Whoops, my mistake. Okay. I don't really know anything. I have only seen, like, She shows up pictures. in Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2. And at the end of oh. Super Mario Galaxy 2, she's like the size of the entire galaxy. Whoa. Because she rules the galaxy. And apparently she's a human, because humans rule the galaxy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, does she go out with King of All Cosmos from Katamari Damacy? I think they might be an official couple. I, you know, it was sort of, they wanted to leave it open so that, you know, if Mario likes her, they can get together. Oh, yes. But no, okay, let's let's wrap this podcast up and let's ask people once again to send us in emails 
for once. If you actually listen to the podcast, send us an email. Uh, podcast at GameCola.net. Also visit our actual internet website, GameCola.net. Visit us on YouTube. Where do they go now? Do they still go to GC.net or do they go you can, to GameCola? You can simply search for us. Search for GameCola on YouTube. You can do that now. Our channel will pop up. Okay. We actually updated, and now we are GameCola on YouTube, I guess. No, I mean, the, the official channel name is still um, GC.net. Okay. You can search for channels by their, uh, whatever you call it, by their name? slogan. Our slogan, yeah, you haven't touched the GameCola YouTube. Our slogan is GameCola. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll, I'll explain it to you, or I could force Nathaniel to explain it to you even better. Yeah, well, he is the uh, YouTube commander, so... Our slogan is Game Cola, Gaming Outside the Mainstream! Exclamation mark. Oh. Follow us on Twitter at Game Cola. Uh, search for us on Facebook, where we are Game Cola. Search for us uh, where we are Game Cola. Yes. Search for us on the internet, where we're called Game Cola. And find us on our various pages and such. Twitter and Facebook, oh, iTunes, uh, our actual internet website, uh, YouTube... I don't know, is there anything else that I'm missing? Sounds good. Download our video games. We, we could plug the video games we've made. Yes. Uh, I am making a video game. I actually uh, brought back my website, the Jed site, uh, and I have that video up on that website now. It's called Running Girl, and it's about a girl in her underwear who's running. Yes. It's Runner Girl, thank you. Runner Because she is a runner. Jedi, you have a question from a fan of your game. Do I? Yeah, ask it again. Is it like Temple Run? Uh, not really. Okay. Go show her. Go to go to the website and show her the video, Michael. It's in high def. Make sure to watch it in full high def 720p. It's very critically important. Okay. Give me the link again, or I'll find it. Well, just go to the jedsite.com. Jedsite.com. Wow. Okay. Full. And you'll see. We're watching it now. I'll turn off. Yes. So check it out. That is the girl. She is running, and now she died. Oh, now she's running again. Oh, oh and now she sees the zombies ate her. Yes. Now she's running. She jumps. Oh, and she tripped on the doggy. <laughs> jumps. Oh, the zombies are eating the woman. Oh, and she trips on the skateboard. Oh, oh, and she's dead. This is epic. <laughs> million, million copies? Definitely. Two million? Yes. 1.5. Will it outstep <laughs> flying bravely default flying fairy? Probably. I hope so. All right. I don't have any games to announce. I'm just trying to get hired by that one game, but I don't know if they'll hire. We'll just make up stuff or talk about the games. What was it? Didn't you do something for some game at some point? No. No. Oh. We'll just pretend. Well, no. I mean, what are you referring to? Maybe I did do something for some game at some point. Oh, I don't know. I thought you did for some reason. I can't remember. I don't know, you were in Nancy Drew. Oh, yeah. Make sure to buy uh, Nancy Drew Secrets Can Kill Remastered and check out Mr. September on the Students of the Month wall. There's a picture of me. Yes. You know, should we talk about Paul leaving being, like, the announcement is coming out on Monday, tomorrow? Yeah, I feel like we can talk about it, but I don't know what there is to say. Yeah, I guess I kind of avoided it because I had this thought that, like, they wouldn't know about it yet, but then I was like, it's happening tomorrow, and this won't be released for, like, another couple weeks. Why is he leaving? Oh, uh, he's moving on to bigger and better things. He, uh, I don't know, he's 
He got a real job. Well, no, it's like uh, he's been working on video games and in the video game community and stuff. And uh, not that he doesn't have time for Game Cola, but I guess he feels it's like a conflict of interest. Like, if I'm going to be making fun of people's video games on my video game website when these are people who I, like, know in person now, Mm. like, uh, he's always been, like, very strict about not advertising his games on his own website like he hasn't you know he made uh-huh. he helped make life in the dorms so like there are comments about life in the dorms but there's no review for life in the dorms mm, i want to review it and just give it a horrible horrible score <laughs> because oh. i'm sure i'll hate it because it's supposed to be like a 90s adventure game and that was a topic i had like you know like a half hour's discussion worth of me but we're not going into I just yes. don't like 90s adventure games. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure Paul's game will be great for some people who who um, long for that, the, the days of yore. <laughs> yes, but I don't know, I mean... Like, oh, why is he going back to these horrible, horrible... Oh, ouch, ooh. Well, that's the thing, is that, like... Uh, no, not... Ooh. What about you, Jetty? Wait, have I seen Life in the Norms? Nick Arcade. Oh, Nick Arcade? Yeah, I remember Nick Arcade. It was on very early in the morning. I could never get to see it. It's like a... It was. No, I specifically woke up to watch it. Wow. How yeah. old were you then? You are like a nerdy six-year-old. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I think I, I might have been as old as eight or nine. You need to sleep in on Saturday mornings, Jetty. No, I got up and I watched Nick Arcade, and then I had to sit through Wild and Crazy Kids for like an hour, and then they had other shows on. Oh, well, see, so you need to watch Nick Arcade, then you need to sleep for that... Go back to bed for that half hour, and then get back up. Yeah. No, it was an hour. They had, like, two episodes of just Wild and Crazy Kids. I hated that show. Me too. Oh. <laughs> but those kids were wild and crazy. Both wild and crazy. So much more. No, uh, but no, I mean, uh, adventure games seem to be making a comeback, like traditional 90s-style adventure games, point-and-click. Uh, so Paul is, like on the cutting edge of this uh, movement. To recreate a dead uh, genre. Hey, let's make a bunch of film noir movies. How about that? <laughs> what are those? Well, let's make a bunch of westerns. How's that? You want to see yes. westerns? Let's get Clint Eastwood fighting all those bad guys. I love Clint Eastwood. Yeah. It'd be great. Why don't they make more movies like that? Uh, they could have one where the cowboys are like fighting aliens, and they could call it they Cowboys versus Aliens. Whoa. That's a great idea. They had it? Yeah, they did that. Uh, Daniel Craig and um, Harrison Ford were in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. He's the new James Bond. Oh. Did he play James Bond in the movie? No. Oh. It did. It wasn't a James Bond movie. It's Cowboys vs. Aliens. Was it anything like Monsters vs. Aliens? I didn't see that one. Me neither. So, So what did Harrison Ford do? They were both cowboys. Ooh. Who played the alien? Aliens. Yeah. Was it the aliens from Indiana Jones 4? No. It was the aliens from the Menomina thing. Oh, the aliens from Menomina, from the Muppet Show. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) See, they'd be kind of hard to kill because, you know, they've got such long mouths. I think Jetty's trying to wrap this up. Oh. Yes, I think this podcast is over, Michael Gray. I'm sorry. I'll go away. So, yes. But no. We uh we podcasted the podcast out of this podcast. Podcast, yeah. 
<laughs> so yes, thank you for being here, Michael and Shana. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. Thank you to everyone who listened, and uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Peace. reading a knockoff Goosebumps book, which was a humor book. <laughs> so it was supposed to be silly and funny. Well, I know the guy is still writing them, and by that I mean they're still attributing his name to the ghost-written books. But since it's a horror series, you know, ghost-writing horror series, it fits. Oh, ghost-writing. Mm-hmm.